We are and always will be a nation of immigrants. This is my country, my damn country. Give me my country, you can keep the rest. Old men and women yearning for freedom and opportunity who leave their homelands and come to a new country to start their lives over. We were strangers once too. My country, my damn country. Give me my country. Hello, 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 aliens and allies. Your friendly Russian is here. This is We the Aliens podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Kapustina. Thank you for tuning in again. Yes, two episodes this week. It's a special occasion. It's going to be a long and hard week, and I feel the responsibility to supply enough listening material for you to stand in the long line while you're waiting to vote or while you're trying not to think about the results. If you have already voted or if you're like me and you don't get to vote at all and you have to hope that others make good choices for you. So let's just think about something else for a minute. Truth is, I just wanted to make a Dia de Muertas episode because I love that holiday. Uh, I know some of you may be uncomfortable with the whole theme of death, but I'm totally fascinated. Also, this podcast is about immigrants and what we bring. And I'm not going to get into the weeds of the conversation, whether Dia de Muertos was brought here or stayed here from before the United States came. Point is that it is mostly celebrated these days here in the U.S. by Mexican community, and it is very much connected to immigration. It is about celebrating ancestors, and for many people, it's celebrating people who either lived on the other side of the border or came over here. Um, so it is intrinsically connected to migration and there are actually elements of it. I'll talk about it a little more. Now, the other part of this is that since the beginning of the pandemic, death has been much more present in our daily lives than we're used to. If, if you have lost someone you love, I'm sending you love and strength. And I hope that maybe thinking about this holiday will bring you some different perspective to contemplate. I have personally gravitated to this holiday. I think it's very special. It's a very special way of remembering those who have passed. So quick context here for those of you who don't know anything about this holiday. First of all, the name. The Mexican holiday is called Dia de Muertos, Day of the Dead, which is a day of remembrance and celebration of the lives of those who have passed. Now, in the U.S., most people call it Dia de los Muertos, which translates as Day of the Death, which is a bit of a different context, but, you know, also is in that realm. Like most traditions, it has evolved and taken on new elements. And at this point, it's kind of a mix of the original Aztec holiday with some Catholic elements. And of course, in the US, it has taken on its own flavor and somewhat merged with Halloween because of the timing and the connection to afterlife. So the most important tradition of Dia de Muertos is creating an ofrenda, an offering. It's a home altar where people put pictures of their family members who have passed and they decorate this altar beautifully with candles and marigolds and it has this warm, cozy, fall feel. People also put incense to keep the evil spirits away 
And most importantly, people put offerings for the spirits of their past family members. And they put things that the person used to love when they were still with us. Their favorite food, their favorite drink, maybe element of their clothing, their hat, their favorite piece of jewelry, a toy or a musical instrument. Whatever it is that the spirit may enjoy when it comes for a visit. And I think it's such a beautiful way of staying connected to your loved ones. And although I personally don't believe in spirits coming for a visit, but I do believe in keeping people alive in your memory. And over time, details fade and it's hard to keep them, those memories vivid. And I think bringing those details of what the person enjoyed in life helps keeping it alive. Like, do you remember what your grandpa's favorite beer was? I don't. It would be nice to remember. Another cool element of the celebration that was that has been added in the American version of the holiday is the image of the monarch butterfly as a symbol of migration and rebirth. Um, okay, here's quick side note and uh, nerd alert. Um, monarch butterflies are fascinating. Um, their whole life is migration between Mexico and the United States. But the fascinating part about the monarch butterflies is that when they're migrating, it's not one butterfly making this whole journey. They don't live long enough. It is actually four to five generations making their way to their final destination. And I think it's such a beautiful metaphor they go as far as they can for their young ones to continue even further. So monarch butterflies have been incorporated in uh, Dia de Muertos celebration here in the States. And finally, probably the most memorable image of the Day of the Dead is a Katrina. It's a female skeleton that is dressed in beautiful clothing, uh, wearing a crown with flowers and usually with a beautiful face painting. So Katrinas are there to remind us that death is democratic, as in it will take everyone, no matter the race, wealth, and status, and that you don't get to take any of your wealth and status to the other side. So maybe it's not as meaningful as we think. And I think it's a good thing for everybody to remember. Anyway, I've been fascinated with this holiday for years. And so I thought I'd bring a cool guest to talk about it. So I found this amazing Mexican-American artist based in Los Angeles, Grini Camberos. She creates those beautiful Dia de Muertos themed pieces of art, dresses, crowns and body art and all kinds of beautiful things. Check out her Instagram by the way, it's called Carronas Chingonas, which translates as badass crowns, which they totally are. Greeny's own story is crazy. She was born in Mexico. She was brought to the United States by her mom, escaping gang violence. They had a very rough time here in the beginning, living homeless at some point at a shelter in Skid Row. Most of her childhood, Greeny uh, spent in Boyle Heights, which was also a dangerous neighborhood. So Greeny had to overcome a lot of adversity growing up. And she did. And now she is an artist and a mom 
and she's creating those beautiful things. And here's my conversation with her. I don't only do face paint and body paint. I don't know if you had a chance to see that. I also do canvas painting and uh, like I was saying earlier, murals, I paint on clothing, basically anything that can be painted. I paint it <laughs> or I adorn it. I work with flowers. I make crowns. I have a mm-hmm. thing called um, Coronas Chingonas, which means yes. crowns. <laughs> They're amazing. I love them. I'm I'm like slightly obsessed with skulls and um and all that beauty around Dia de Muertos. And that was the reason I actually wanted to talk to you. And I don't know if you saw, like I have this series of photographs that mm, my friend photographer and I did of me as Frida Kahlo. And that's one of those things where it's kind of something that I wanted to talk to you about. You talk a lot about representation and how you carry this legacy of your people. and. I admire it and I love it and I think it's absolutely beautiful and I also want to participate in that even though I know it's not my culture but I want to you know now I'm here in LA and Dia de Muertos is one of the big holidays here and I want to participate but then every time I think well is it appropriate for me is it okay you know, all those conversations about cultural appropriation and this and that. And I was even, you know, kind of self-conscious posting those pictures of me as Frida Kahlo. But then, okay, like people have kind of agreed that if you're representing a specific person and it is clearly a costume, then okay, you can do that. But me dressing up as a Katrina, being from Russia, um, I'm not sure if people would be cool with that, even though I would be doing that just out of pure love and admiration of the culture let me tell you something i am very much involved in that aspect as well here and um, making sure that people don't um, appropriate our culture and um, call it a costume and start acting all crazy with that you know so to me personally i believe that this is a very uh, spiritual um event holiday that we create that we created that goes Mm -hmm. back to our indigenous people is a very uh, pre-hispanic and ancient ancient um celebration and practice and um i do not believe that it is um, limited to anybody except the oppressor and the anybody who chooses to honor their loved ones and they would like to um be inspired by how we treat death i think is more than welcome to do so as long as you are doing it in a respectful way and you are not doing it with the intention of you know um how you say, like, making a fool out of a culture, you know, thinking like, yeah, cute or cool, because that's not what it's about. But if you're praying, if you're paying true honor and respect, because that's what this is, it's basically, you know, we're paying honor to our loved ones, our ancestors, and those who, mm-hmm. like, not not only if they're your, your loved ones directly, no, just our ancestors in general, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and, um, I believe it's uh, if you have a loved one who has passed, this is a very beautiful way to magically connect with them. And it is not limited to anybody just because uh, we are Mexican and this is our culture. Um, as long as you respect it, you're more than welcome to practice it, you know. And um, I feel that everything happens for a reason. Everything is in divine timing and guided. And a lot of people are being attracted to 
being more connected with spirit and being more spiritual or I'm not religious whatsoever. So I don't mention religion because that's part of the oppression that my ancestors had to go through. And um, so I I practice uh, more of my spirituality and I'm very, um, very much connected to respecting all life. And Mm -hmm. um, I feel that um, being magical is amazing. And the way we celebrate this is with magic because we are magical beings, you know? We totally are. Magic is to be respected and treated as something very, very powerful and not just played with because, you know, there is a lot of people that unfortunately do make fun of stuff like our Dia de Muertos celebration and they just want to go out and like get really drunk and do some dumb things and that is when we just say no that is unacceptable you know so um let me tell you last night I crowned a Russian goddess and Mm. I actually had this headdress that I um sold to her and I had held on to it for about three years now (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I did not want to sell it I was just keeping it holding on to it it was very precious to me and I made it with so much love and I was every time they were like messaging me to to sell it I would give a very high price (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I was like all right if you want to buy it's gonna be this expensive if you don't then it's mine you know (laughs) yeah some pieces that you bond with and then um, this woman um, messaged me and she was speaking to me if my price was negotiable usually I would be like what are you talking about girl you know like (laughs) Mm -hmm. but for some reason I was like yeah how much you want to pay me you know like I don't know Mm -hmm. I was so like drawn to her you know and Mm -hmm. I I was like this is your crown you know like I don't know and then she told me her story about why she was doing um her own ofrenda and practicing uh and celebrating Dia de Muertos being Russian you know mm-hmm. and um it really touched me her story was is very beautiful um i i don't know how how uh, okay it is to mention it but um she lost her loved one and she is paying tribute to him because he was mexican mm-hmm. and very much um proud of his culture and traditions so she is uh, doing a tribute you know and i honored her and i thanked her for being so um like um open to that you know to me it's beautiful and I feel honored mm-hmm. that other people want to um embrace our culture and in the right ways she has definitely done her research and reached out to me as well and um she's doing a whole 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 ofrenda it's gonna be amazing I will be sharing it later with you maybe I can send yeah. you so everyone can see what I was talking about but it's, one of the photos is currently up on my page for Coronas Chingonas. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, like um, anybody who wants to embrace your culture and do it in the respectful manner and you are um, more than welcome to do it. You know, it's not something that we are not um, open to, I believe. And, um, well, tell me just quickly what if I know I need to let you go, but just with um I'm also fascinated. The reason I'm fascinated with Dia de Muertos is there's a lot of, there was always kind of a lot of feeling of death around me growing up. I lost uh, my mom when I was 21. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, Thank you. Uh, She had cancer, so it was on on coming for years while she was uh, fighting. So 
since the, basically since the age of 15, I lived with this anticipation of death and oh. then it happened. Yeah. So um, I kind of always had this, I don't know, relationship with death, I guess. And I always wanted to find the meaning uh, around it and the connection between life and death. And that's why I was always drawn to this holiday because I think that it is, it is about that. It is about that wisdom. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's why uh, I say it's open to anybody because that's exactly where I'm coming from, from that, what you just said and what you experienced. Although in my life it was different because I experienced it like um, violence and externally, like before I left Mexico, the last thing I experienced was um, my good friend getting stabbed at her quinceañera which is a big deal of course for mexican oh my god at her own quinceañera yeah she was stabbed at her own quinceañera in her own home and that really completely traumatized me and i was surrounded by a lot of death as well and that was very scary and did she survive she survived yeah but like to me being a little kid i couldn't wrap my head around the fact that she was stabbed and yeah. she looked dead and then she was alive. You know, I was just like, yeah. oh, what what happened? You know, like that traumatized me. And then like seeing all these violence and all that, uh, I can relate to how you possibly might have felt and mm -hmm. um, how you say that you wanted to understand death, because that's also why I do this as well, because mm -hmm. I was afraid of death all the time. I was so scared of dying. I had nightmares and couldn't sleep. I couldn't even go to school sometimes because mm -hmm. I was so afraid, you know? Wow. And all the murders that I saw when I was in practice for basketball and all that in Boyle Heights, well, every day they were shooting. And every, day, every day I saw somebody get shot and be in the floor, you know. To me, they were dead. So that was really scary. And seeing people walking around all bloody. And I was just very afraid of death. So being um, to do this really healed me in those areas because I was able to understand death in a very different way. Tell me a little bit about how you think of what this holiday tells us about death i think it's it's very watered down now like and, and it's very much different but before it was um thought about how miklan the the underworld is where we would go right we would pass seven uh, no i believe it's seven stages or nine stages yeah somewhere, somewhere around there to get to <laughs> miklan which would be like heaven mm -hmm. where all the more crystalline water and the, everything beautiful would be at you know Mm -hmm. but before that you would die and death is already like oh my god you died you know big deal so then you after that you would still have to go through seven to nine stages to get to what we say paradise i don't believe in heaven yeah. or that but you know let's say heaven mm -hmm. and um you would go there but you would finally rest you know your soul would rest and you would like later reincarnate or you know but mm -hmm. or you would have to go through all these stages and the first stage you would go where your dog Osholi Squintly would guide you and in your path there, which is the Aztec dogs, like the ones that I have. Mm -hmm. And um, so if it was known that if you were um, <laughs> like if you were mean to a dog, you were never going to get to the Miklan because that would be the first person who would guide you there, you know. Mm. And um, so we really were like very um, careful of our dogs and they were very sacred. And um so you would go through all these stages that would kick your ass and you would barely even make it. And then you get to this one stage where you are faced with the jaguar and the jaguar would like tear your heart out. And like, no matter how hard you fought or, or cause you would go through like harsh winds. And then like, you would go through this path where like flints would be thrown at you. And like, you have to dodge everything to make it to the next level. Right. And then you got to fight this jaguar or run away from it. 
but the last thing you know, it's going to rip your heart out no matter what. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to the next level, it's like you, you become one with everything because you no longer have your heart. You're no longer in that realm of whatever you thought life was to you. Now you're in the spirit realm and you become one with everything. Therefore, forever eternal. That's originally how you, you it was viewed, you know? Mm-hmm. To me, it makes so much sense. Like, like when we die, I, I I don't really believe it's like we die and we're like gone forever and like that's it. You know, it's like, no, a lot of people are able to connect with their loved ones in many different ways, in many different cultures and many different places, you know? And I believe that that's just a transition, you know? And that's mm-hmm. what we believed, and that's why we also guide our ancestors when they die. We also put an ofrenda for them so they can find their path easily, and not. And we set out stuff for them as well, you know. And then when they visit us back, also we put water, drinks, food, alcohol, whatever they like, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, it's very much having a, a bond with death and knowing that it's not like, oh my God, it's done. No, just understanding that we transition. It is very harsh for us in this. Um, like in our 3D form, because we are very attached to our, our physical, you know, mm-hmm. that is understandable. But when we understand life a little more in different ways, we also understand that there is a spirit, you know, and we're able to connect and communicate. And a lot of people have experienced it. And I believe until you don't, then you don't really know what, what it is or what I'm talking about. And people may be against it or and, and not understand it, you know, and that is okay as well. Um, but um, me, for example, that I told you, I've been through a lot of things. I've really, really been blessed to have found my ancestors and be able to practice um, my um, spirituality and um, just be guided and listen to my intuition and not be afraid of that, of my magic and how powerful it is and how our ancestors, um, you know, they say um, genetic ancestry and all that is passed down. There's this book, I believe it's called um, Running with the Wolves. Mm-hmm. And I love this phrase that says, that there is this woman who invited this other younger woman to like stand on her shoulders. And this younger woman was like, oh no, how could I stand on your shoulders? You come and stand on mine. I'm much younger than you and stronger. And she said, no, 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 look down. And she looks down and below her, there is an older woman. And then below the older woman, there is an older woman. And then below that one, there's an older woman. And then below that, it's uh, energy. And then below that, it's, you know what I mean? Like just the answers. And that's creating a ladder that we have to build for each other you know and our ancestors that's how it works too with our ancestors like not only in life do we have to provide a ladder for our our next generations and our people but we also have to provide a we have to allow ourselves to be guided by our ancestors and stand in their power because we cannot forget them you know and um many different cultures and immigrants we are very connected to spirit and to whether it be religiously or uh, whichever way you know you you learn that that life is not just what we are taught as in society or I don't know if out here in this the Western world. I hope that made some sense. I, I it did. What you said really touched me though, and I wanted to really say these things because what you said really touched me because it brought me back to how I told you that I was very afraid of death and I chose to face it and understand it and I was very much um, educated on it, you know, because I asked for it. And you know how they say, "Be careful what you ask for." <laughs> it might just come true, but um. Yeah, um, I wanted to know more about you, what you were saying about in that sense and how you figured out about death and how you feel now. <clears throat> well, I don't know. It's, you know, because my uh, my mom was diagnosed with cancer at a very young age. She was 40 and she died at 47. And witnessing that kind of always, uh, it, it gave me feeling for many years I thought I would die young. Oh. And I never knew what that 
young meant. Oh, uh, and I kind of grew up with that feeling of, okay, well, one day I'll, I'll... it was just very present. Um, and it pushed me. I always wanted to do more to, cause I felt that I don't have time. Mm. And I always felt that I want to get things done now, a lot, all of it. And, um, I don't know this idea of living every day like it's your last day or it can be your last day I think is a very that's where I kind of connected the death and you really never know like you really really never know and so I always live with this sense of trying to treat everybody with love and respect and with kindness and also trying to do my best to be there for my family even though I'm far away um and taking taking chances taking the opportunities when i have them when i get them to connect with my family like for example last year you know my you know financial situation wasn't great and the timing wasn't great but i still made a point to go and visit my family in russia and i flew from russia to israel which is another 5 hour flight oh. um uh and then four-hour drive up north to see my grandmother and I'm very happy that I did that because now this year I can't go and see her and she's 83 so you just never know exactly um and she's been planning (laughs) she's been planning her funeral for the last five years so oh (laughs) my god I guess that's that age you know like I, I got used to it uh in the beginning it was kind of I'm like, grandma, stop it. And but then, you know, I actually appreciate that. You know, yes. because she is she is thinking about me. How am I going to deal with that? Yeah. And I think that that's very that's very important. Yes. Because I've dealt with the opposite of that when my mom passed away. Mm. Nobody was everybody was in such denial. We were absolutely unprepared for her passing. And we've been dealing with the consequences of that for years. So I think facing death as in thinking about it, like contemplating it, not in a morbid way, but mm-hmm. in a way where it gives meaning to your everyday life is a yeah. very healthy thing. And I think that that's why I was always drawn to this celebration. And that's exactly what it is, how you said, you know, like, it's not like we're like praising death. Like, no, we're not praising death at all whatsoever <laughs> like at all yeah. it's our dead that we praise because we know that they are not gone you know <laughs> they're just trans uh, transitioned you know and um that is i think that is very normal and sometimes yeah. um you know now with society and how la- the world is uh, we've been detached from many of our roots you know mm-hmm. so i i really just um think that when we lose ourselves or we go through really like traumatic situations we sometimes find ourselves understanding things we thought we never would understand you know yeah and that's the beauty of life because (laughs) um when you think you know everything you're gonna be very very disappointed and (laughs) and like uh to me it's it's beautiful to to hear you say that you understood death in a different form because in our traditions too we even um practice where we celebrate our people and we do know that they may pass soon and we make our ceremonies and we thank for the life that they've had and we 
we dance and we sing and we pray for them to have a good, um, you know, good travels. And, you know, it's like more, more, more accepted and seeing different eyes and with a different heart. You know what I mean? As, as to what they, they have made it to be here. It's kind of terrible, but, um, also nowadays people are so, um, out of tune, you know, with their true energy and force and, Slowly, I can see that the world is changing and it seems harsh, but I feel that it's for better things are coming with ourselves being more evolved and more understanding of different things, you know? As we say in Russia, may your words go into God's ears. <laughs> Definitely. I believe so. Because like, it's like they say, when you hit rock bottom, there's nowhere else to go but, but up, you know? And globally, like we've been hitting rock bottom. Like the fuck. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm worried that I'm worried. Another Russian saying is, uh, when you thought you were at the bottom, somebody knocked from beneath. <laughs> and I think that's where we're at right now because oh yeah, we're going we're, down slowly, but we ain't down. We're yet. going, we're going down fast, and we're going down, <laughs> and actually, and actually I'm, going slow. But okay, well, it's gonna be a little faster. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I guess we 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 focus on, on different. We read different newspapers. I know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I have a feeling that we're going down very fast, and I am worried. Um, but I think, but if anything, looking at, at and looking at death and thinking about death reminds you that every day is of value, and what we have now is to be celebrated. So. That's where we're at. I feel. be grateful every day because yeah. every day is a blessing, you know. And like you said, we're going down fast, slow, whatever, but we're going yeah. down. So it's like <laughs> start waking up and opening up your mind and being more welcoming to other ideas, you know, and ideals, and just care for each other and love. Like the space that you're providing is love in a different way, and I appreciate it, and I think it's amazing. And you know, like you you have a a very good um reason for this you know so yeah, i think so I, <laughs> of course i i don't even have to know it i just know that i mean for you to take the time to do this and you know select the people that you speak to and open up the space that is really amazing and telling your own story and being open that is really amazing as well thank you thank you for taking the time and i know i kept you way longer <laughs> and uh Thank you so much for being so open and sharing stuff that I would never, I would never imagine. Thank you so much. All right. Well, you have a great time celebrating and I wish you success with the, and I hope your, you know, your business grows and you get, you get more and more creative opportunities out there. Yes, definitely. I'm creating something amazing today as well. So I'm really excited for that. And yeah. I will be sharing that soon. And, you know, I hope to come back on here maybe in a few years. And yeah, I guess we're I'd, love that. <laughs> I'd love that. Okay. Let's do that. Well, okay. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. That's it for today. I hope it was interesting. I hope you enjoyed it. It was a little bit of a different kind of episode. Let me know what you think. Follow Greenies Coronas Chingonas on Instagram and share this episode with a friend like right now.
unless you're driving. If you're driving, do it when you arrive, okay? <laughs> and remember, we're here to stay. We'll find our way. Thank you for listening. Love you all. Peace.